Hi, welcome. Hey, are you in need of a logo? Uh, maybe you got a, a business or, or maybe you, you're starting a band or a, a, a new cult, whatever it is. If you need some creative branding and maybe a logo, uh, check out my man, uh, Stan Wiss Inc. Uh, Wissink Creative uh, should be your go-to place. Uh, he designs, uh, you know, cornhole uh, boards and, and bags. Uh, he can uh, customize that whatever you whatever you need. Uh, he can make it happen. Check him out on, on Instagram. It's called Wissink Creative, uh, or you can email him directly at Stan Wissink. That's W I S S I N K at Gmail dot com uh, for a quote today. Hey, we're also brought to you by uh, Baba G DIY Edible Kits. Uh, do you like marijuana edibles? Um, do you like uh, CBD? Uh, do you not like overspending at a dispensary with their crazy markups? Well, look no further than Baba G DIY Edible Kits. These are candy molds, candy mixers that you can utilize with your own uh, oil or, or butter, whatever you got to make your own candy at home. All sorts of flavors. Uh, they're delicious. Check them out at OregonBaba.com. Again, it's OregonBaba.com. On to the pod. Oh, hey there. Didn't see you listening to me. How are you doing? Uh, welcome to episode 76 ish of the hey okay ha happy hour i'm your host you're my listener uh what's up are you are you enjoying august this is the first august chat we've had the last one was in july i believe um are you are you drinking something that's what we do on the hey okay ha happy hour we have a little drink Mm. in my case it's a cold brew craft kombucha it's a craft kombucha. It's made by craftsmen. Okay? Not one of those mass-produced synthetic kombuchas. It's made by guys uh, wearing beards and thick glasses and, you know, the stereotypes. Anyway, you know kombucha, it's uh, it's supposed to be good for you because of the, the uh, bacteria. It's got the good bacteria. So it keeps your gut biome healthy. Uh, which... They call it fermented. Any fermented food, they say, will do that. I like the word fermented. It sounds like an insult. It sounds like demented, but like a like a like a like a dirty demented guy. That guy's beyond demented. He's fermented. Uh, but it's actually a good word. Fermented is a euphemism for rotten. We can't say rotten. Uh, that doesn't sound as appealing. Certainly not healthy. We we say it's it's healthy. It's fermented, um, which basically just kind of proves the fact that we as a species we need uh, a certain amount of of rotten fermented food or drinks to optimize our health. It kind of proves the idea that we are basically uh, garbage monkeys. Uh, that's what we are as a species. We're, we're garbage monkeys. We we apparently need to eat rotten things and we don't want to admit that to ourselves right because we like to think of ourselves as clean quasi-divine um i don't know we, we like to think of ourselves more like aliens if you think about it right how we always talk about nature 
and the world like it's separate from us. Like, what the fuck? What do you think who we are? Um, but no, we're fucking garbage monkeys. And we need to eat, uh, I don't know, decaying matter. It's, it's gross, but apparently we need it. Uh, so we say things like fermented, right? For, fermented. I don't know. What the fuck is my point? Is this like the seventh uh, podcast in a row where I talk about kombucha? Because it happens to be what I'm fucking drinking. Or is that coffee? I don't know. I'm just easing into it. Easing into this like you're easing into the weekend. By the time you're listening to this, it might be uh, half over already. It might be Sunday. Who knows? It might be Monday already. You're already back pretending to work, uh, which is good. If you're going to listen to a podcast, listen to it on the boss's time, right? Let him pay you. As you sit there in front of a computer spreadsheet with that cursor, one of your cells is highlighted and another one was highlighted and you're just going back and forth and then you open up your internet tab and you go to some fucking sports page site or maybe some forum where people are talking at length about some obscure thing you're also interested in. You know you know what it's like to while away the time on the internet. Um, masturbate if you're a pervert for shame. Um, talk about it at work. I'm not going to judge you, whatever you do in your, in your private life. Okay. I'm not, that's what I'm here for. I'm not here to shame you, but if you're doing it at work, you got a problem. Okay. I don't mean to judge, but you got a problem. What happened? What was that one guy? Jeffrey Tubin. This is old news. Back when we were still getting used to zoom, the CNN analyst who, uh, just started jerking off on a fucking <laughs> work Zoom meeting. He didn't know he was on the on the screen. Man, what a bad beat. That next day, right? Imagine waking up the next morning after this big brouhaha. Your name and face is splashed all over the fucking news and web, and you're the you're the jerking off on camera guy, you know, right? Which is one thing if you're like a musician or a comedian. If you're like somebody who's kind of has a reputation for being a degenerate, if you're in one of those professions, it's one thing. But if you're like, I'm a serious Harvard law professor and I am an analyst on CNN, I am a serious man. <laughs> and you're the jerking off on Zoom guy. I gotta imagine like that morning, that first morning you wake up your first instinct is to assume it was a nightmare, right? It's just too bizarre, right? You know how if, if you have a good night's sleep, you wake up, you're kind of disoriented. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, my God. I had a dream. I was, the whole world was talking about me, jerking off on fucking camera. Oh, oh, my. And then you're like, oh, wait, wait a second. And it all comes focused back, focused back into focus. Is that redundant? But it all comes back to you. And you're like, oh, no, it, it was real. It was real. And now you got to go about your day and just count the days until people will forget. And you can go back to being Jeffrey Tubin, establishment shill for CNN, right? Um, I don't know. That's a bad, it's a bad beat. But at the same time, maybe don't jerk off on a Zoom meeting. I don't care if you think you are on moot, moot mute and your your camera's off like how many times a day does this guy jack off like you can't wait like what are you 
or was it he just gets off on the being on the the thing and the 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 uh, fear of getting caught um fascinating fascinating man the jeffrey tubin much deeper and more complex than you would assume at first glance um how the hell did i get on this point oh whatever you're doing at fucking work hopefully you're not jerking off but maybe you're maybe you're Maybe you're not literally jerking off, but you're metaphorically jerking off in the sense that you're wasting time. You know there's shit you need to get done. You know there's shit you should... I'm basically telling you to turn this podcast off, which is apparently bad... Mar- I'm, I've been told it's bad marketing. It's not smart to tell people to not listen to your podcast because then they might actually stop and go do something else. But I don't know. I've already said it, so what the fuck am I going to do? Uh, so have a good day at work or the weekend, whatever you're doing. And uh, I don't, I'm just trying to waste time before I have to talk about it. a subject I'm not really wanting to talk about again. Uh, it's a horse. Well, this horse is uh, was dead, but it's come back to life as a zombie horse. A zombie Mustang running freely through the plains. And now it has to be beaten. Uh perhaps. And that is, uh, let me back up. Let me back up. I am, greetings by the way from Hoboken. Um, Mayor Bill de Blasio, which is not his real name by the way, Mayor Bill de Blasio has uh, passed a, I guess a law or a dictate, whatever you call a fiat that says uh, a small business, or all businesses like uh, bars, restaurants, entertainment, live entertainment, you have to require all of your patrons to show proof of being vaccinated they call it <clears throat> you want they want you to show proof that you have the uh, the mrna therapy uh one of them <clears throat> and if you don't you can't come in they're, they're gonna have some kind of paper that you show it's all very dystopian and, and orwellian uh but we, we've been kind of slow rolled into thinking of it, thinking of it as normal and there's all kinds of fear porn in the I'm sure you're aware. The news is uh, we're back to the COVID. We're running out of beds. Oh, we're all going to die unless we do something drastic. Narrative. Uh, whatever you do, don't look at the actual data because it does fly in the face of this fear narrative. <clears throat> and are there actually people... What balls, balls my mind, ball blows my mind. One of those words. What blows my mind... Is that there's still people in this country, the United States of America, who still buy into this narrative. Remember, it's it's not as God damn it. I again this is why I hate talking about this shit. I just repeat myself and repeat myself and repeat myself. But for example, let's look at what today thing is. Who's in the crosshairs today? It's the state of Florida, right? Because the governor's like, yeah, I don't want to do the mask mandate thing. They've never closed down. Um, they never had a mask mandate, to my knowledge. And they're, you would assume if there's going to be a state that's going to have a very high COVID rate, even all things being equal, it would be Florida. That's where all the old people are, right? But even with their old population and their laissez-faire approach to the COVID thing, their numbers aren't that much different than any other states with aggressive measures, okay? And now the media narrative right now is that hospitals are overflowing in Florida 
particularly children's hospitals. I want you to pay attention here. I feel like I'm teaching class. I want you to pay attention here. Notice the difference between the headlines and the data. Um, No, but in all seriousness, consider this. Right now on CNN, the front head page, head page, headline is children's hospitals in Florida are overwhelmed. Okay, children's hospitals in Florida are overwhelmed. And they base this headline on one quote from one professor at, a, at Florida International University. Ah, yes, Florida International University. One professor, Dr. Eileen Marty. This is not from an administrator. This is not from a virologist or somebody in an ER clinic or a pediatrician who's in the trenches. This is just a, an assertion from a professor who says the number of cases in our hospitals, meaning the state's hospitals, she doesn't work or own these hospitals, uh, in children and our children's hospitals are completely overwhelmed, Marty told CNN's Jim Scuto on Friday evening. Okay, so this is the front story. It's a pretty bold assertion. Florida pediatric centers are overwhelmed. Well, at no point in the story do they give us the raw numbers. At no point. No point do they say, well, there's X amount of thousands of um, uh, open spaces and there's X amount of tens of thousands of, of patients. And all they say is they noted that one hospital in particular in Miami, Nicholas Children's Hospital, is at 116% occupancy for COVID-19 patients. They use a lot of percentages because they sound scarier. If you go from a very low number to a slightly low number, it can look like a dramatic jump is one reason they use it. Um, but okay, that sounds scary though. And, I'll, and that, that's no good. More than occupancy? You have too many patients? But I can't find the numbers in this story because that's if they, show, if they shared the actual numbers, it would, it would destroy the narrative. So I had to do some more research I go say, where the fuck is these numbers? Pull up, uh, there's another story, a pretty similar idea. It's from The Hill. Florida Children's Hospital see pediatric COVID cases soar. So not as dramatic. They don't go as far to say they're overwhelmed, but they're making the same case that, that they're soaring. And to give the devil his due, in this case, the story did include the raw numbers. Now, keep in mind that there are 325 hospitals in the state of Florida. 325 total hospitals, okay? The total number of pediatric coronavirus patients in the state as of this week, drum roll please, is 135. Chew on that a while. Think about that. There are literally more hospitals in Florida than there are pediatric COVID patients. Now, it's not good to have 135 anything patients at any point, but to use that 135 number to justify a headline that says Florida children's hospitals are overwhelmed is not an argument. It's not a headline made in good faith. This headline and these stories are purposefully, consciously stirring up public hysteria. It should be clear from all the available data 
that the narrative and reality, I'm talking about actual reality, concrete reality that we live in, are not only, it's not like they're exaggerating, it's, it's they're lying. These are lies. There is no quote in the story from an actual hospital worker in a Florida, let me make sure that's true, in a Florida hospital. Also, they compare it to Texas, another state that's been in the crosshairs for having too much of a laissez-faire approach to the whole cold thing. In Texas, they have a, a, another problem. They got a problem, too, as their COVID-19 cases rise. Okay, what is, the, what is the number? Well, I have to go to another story for that fucking to find that, too. It turns out in Texas, the Lone Star State recorded a total of 142 pediatric COVID cases. Okay, do you know how big Texas is? I mean, Houston and Dallas are two of the six largest cities in the fucking country. It's a giant fucking state. It has over 500 total hospitals. And there's 142 pediatric... If that were, if all of the state's pediatric patients, if all 142 kids in a hospital for COVID were in one building, one hospital, one unit of one hospital, yes, that would be overwhelming. 142 children per hospital, I would grant you, would be overwhelming. 142 children in the entire fucking state, you have fucking, you have four hospitals per patient. Four hospitals per patient. And this is being sold as an emergency that requires extreme government powers and mandates and requirements. It's just unbelievable. It doesn't make any sense. And what's happening now is they're slowly but surely creating a scapegoat for all of us to hate and watch their rights erode away and, hey, maybe we'll even arrest them and censor them. These people who refuse to take the vaccine. Right? And they're scapegoating the fuck out of these people who are not getting the vaccine. Um, you can see where it's, where it's headed. But, but none of this data justified. How, there's been 600,000 American deaths, allegedly, from COVID over, two, over the course of two uh, flu seasons. We've been stuck at 600,000 since the spring, I believe early June is when we hit 600,000. It's still, what, 616? This disease, this virus isn't that dangerous. It's mutated, if anything, it's mutated to be less deadly, okay? Deaths are not skyrocketing right now. Okay? Hospitalizations are not skyrocketing right now. The way they'll make it seem like they are is by comparing it to the lowest point in June, when hospital uh, hospitalizations were at their lowest. Again, when you have a, a minuscule number that tri- it triples, it's still a minuscule number, but saying something increased by 400%, 300% sounds scarier than hospitalizations went from uh, 50 or 40 in the entire state to 142. The propaganda and the hysteria is so relentless that I feel crazy even saying what I'm saying out loud because the gaslighting is so uh, pervasive it just seems bonkers that oh, the fucking media isn't going to literally do what 
the government and pharmaceutical corporations want and lie to. That sounds too much like a conspiracy. But have we ever known our system to not work that way? I don't know. Again, beating a dead horse here. I try not to talk about this. But anyway, de Blasio, we're going to require this in New York establishments. And I am in a bit of a bind here. Um, on Saturday, August August 21st, uh, I'm doing a little uh, little song and dance at Broadway Comedy Club. Uh, there will be no singing and no dancing. <clears throat> but that's five days after the fucking... the. Uh, the requirement goes into effect. They say it goes into effect on August 16th, and it will it will be enforced starting September 10th or something like that, which I don't understand how something goes into effect, but it's not enforced, whatever. Um, so I don't know if I have to get the fucking vaccine to perform. Excuse me. Or what. But it's the, the timing couldn't be more hilarious. Um... It's basically like an audition. Like Booker's going to be there. Me and God knows how many other comics uh, can take a look-see and then give us work if uh, whoever does the best. I don't exactly know how it works. The point is, I'm not getting too... Uh, I'm not killing myself over it because I don't know if they'll let me go on. Do you have proof of your vaccination? No, sir. Do you have... Uh, have you been vaccinated? Not yet, sir. Uh, sorry, but you can't perform here because you might kill people uh, or something. Uh, again, we're still on 600,000. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, the good news is more people are waking up, though. More people are, you know, getting hip to the absurdity of being asked to direct our anger and frustration to people who choose to take care of themselves a different way. We're being asked to scapegoat and hate people who don't get the vaccine while not getting angry at the motherfuckers that unleashed the virus in the first place. You motherfuckers create a virus in a lab, unleash it, and we gotta be mad at certain people for how they want to protect or not protect themselves from your bioweapon? Fuck you. How are there, is there not more outrage against that? Even if you do believe it was on accident. Let's grant that it was on accident. That's still a big fucking mistake. Millions? You're telling me you believe that millions of people were killed and that people who don't wear masks and get a vaccination are murderers, but the people that designed, created the virus in the first place are not murderers. Or even further, that they should be trusted. They have a monopoly on, on knowledge. We're in a bad place, folks. Being set up for the next... This fall is going to get wacky. There's going to be a lot of... There's going to be people killed for not getting the vaccination. And there's going to be people going, Well, they, they got what they come and they should have got... The, that's, that's how things get wacky. What we're seeing right now. People go crazy when the fear gets to a certain point. When people believe their glowing screens, they they seriously believe it. They don't believe reality. They don't believe reality. They believe the, 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 the reality that's constructed for. Them. I don't know. I don't know. I'm contradicting myself, right? People are waking up, and that's a good thing. How are people still fucking retarded? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's like a. It's like two steps forward, one step back. I hope.
Or is it two steps backward, one step forward? One step forward. I don't know. But whatever you did, whether you took the vaccine, so-called, or not, I hope you're you're healthy. Uh, but if you want to be healthy, take vitamins. Okay, just take fucking vitamins, and disregard these paid studies that try to discredit vitamins. Okay, you see a lot of that shit. You know, vitamins are associated with a higher likelihood of death. Uh, take vitamins uh, um, or don't yeah just just want just believe the old idea that vitamins have no effect on your health right they have no effect no no effect vitamins don't work at all i can be just as healthy with a vitamin deficiency as i can by having not a vitamin deficiency. Scurvy was not real. It's not a real thing, man. It was made up by big vitamin supplements, man. GNC's on it, right? Is that what... People literally believe that. There are people who are skeptical of all like naturalistic vitamin cheap generic shit because they think there's a conspiracy from vitamin shop or see, like these small little vitamin peddlers are, are overstating the... right. And they think that's horseshit, but they'll believe any fucking thing there. Hey, you need to take some uh, a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. That'll jamble your brain. Cool. Uh, how does it work? We don't really know, uh, but it makes people happy. Um, imagine lobotomies. Like, you were crazed eccentric if you dare question... The efficacy, efficacy, efficacy of a lobotomy, right? We're just going to uh, insert uh, an ice pick through your nasal cavity and uh, scramble your brain around a little bit. Yeah, we're going to do that. How does it work? Well, we're not really sure how it works, but it seems to make people happier. And that's the only thing that really matters. <clears throat> Don't listen to those crazy anti-science people who say lobotomies are not good and suboptimum. Don't listen. I have a white coat on, clearly. Scrambling your brain with an ice pick. Not so bad. Imagine that. That wasn't that long ago, the lobotomies. JFK's sister was lobotomized. Um... Okay, that was kind of a long... It depends on your frame of reference. Uh, uh, can you hear the siren? Can you hear me? Can you hear me, Robert? Can you hear me? Um, yeah, it wasn't that long ago, the lobotomy. It went from, everybody's doing it. Why would you question it to, what are you, a fucking caveman? In like five years. Five to ten years. It was like... The uh, 90s swing revival of medical procedures. Remember when, when swing came back in like 1996, 97? The mighty, mighty boss tones and real big fish and fucking God knows, you know, after swingers came out, remember that? And it was like you, everybody had to wear a fucking bowl or a bowling shirt and, a, and some fucking, I don't know, pleated pants to do some swing dancing to some brass music in 96, 97. I also think the movie The Mask had something to do with it. Uh, There's a big swing scene in 1994's uh, Jim Carrey-led uh, movie The Mask. I think that had... Anyway, swing music came, 
quickly, out of nowhere, inexplicably, and then uh, just as quickly and inexplicably did it pass. Just like lobotomies, right? I don't know this for a fact. But for the sake of the comparison, let's pretend lobotomies came out of nowhere in like the the, the 40s, like post-World War II. Like, we discovered this awesome new technology with our new metal work we've been doing. I don't know, uh, metallurgy. We got these awesome ice picks and we can be really precise with the tip. And we know just to scramble the frontal lobe, just the material in your brain, we need to puncture to make sure you're uh, less chatty. I don't know. There's a lot of women women who got lobotomized, apparently because they were would have anxiety, panic attacks, and they would be depressed. It's like, you're a 1950s housewife. Of course you're anxious and depressed. It's not because you have a lobotomy deficiency. That's not what your body and brain is missing, is a, a scramble job. You, your, your environment, your psychological... Uh, Middle is uh, what might be to blame. And you would think that, you know, you could apply that to today's era just as easily. So many people are. There's a huge industry devoted to treating people for, with anxiety and depression. And there's a lot of anxiety and depression going on, of course. But it's also two very vague terms that really allows some, some um, snake oil salesmen and, and just salesmen to seep in there and create uh, what they call a build need, right? Build some need. Hey, you have a disease. I have a disease. Oh, fuck. What's it called? It is called depression. It's like you live in a fucking dystopian nightmare. Of course you're fucking depressed. Is this getting too dark? Is this hitting too close to home for some of you folks? I'm sorry if it is. Um, but people that take these pills that they get sold... A lot of them die. They, they kill themselves. Like the suicide rate is actually higher with these antidepressants. And I think, I mean, this is total speculation from a jackass sitting in an armchair. This is totally armchair psychology 101. So take that boulder of salt with you as I, as I um, speculate here. Part of that, I think, is people like, oh, no, I'm depressed. And the doctor says, hey, you're depressed. I'm going to sell you some shit. You go, oh, thank God, I had a disease. I had a chemical imbalance in my brain. And now I'm saved. And we found the cause of the illness. And then you go home and you take your fucking uh, lobotomy in, in a pill for the next month. And by the sixth week, you're like, wait a second. I'm still living in a dystopian nightmare. This is still a facade of lies. I'm still disconnected from my true nature. I don't feel that much better, even though I'm on the medication. Oh my God, despair. Boom. Hate to be glib about it, but motherfuckers take antidepressants and end up offing themselves. Might want to look into why that is. Might want to speculate why that is as irresponsible as said speculation might be. Because you start off with speculating, and then you start analyzing. And then you start comparing. Then you do your control group, your fucking variables, and all that shit. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. People are too arrogant, depressed, and anxious. That's, that's according to the not Dr. Matt. Hi, what's your name? Not Dr. Matt. What's your diagnosis? Not Dr. Matt. Uh, 
Y'all crazy. Y'all crazy because you let your system devolve into a goddamn dystopian shit show. What's going on? What's going on? You didn't listen to Marvin Gaye. That's what the fuck is going on, huh? He asked you, just as things were getting shitty, he said, hey, hey, fellas, why don't you take a stop, take a breath, and just ask yourself, what's going on? What's going on? And we said, ha, 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 staying alive, staying alive. Right? That's, that was our answer. That was our collective answer to Marvin Gaye's uh, inquiry. What's going on? Uh, then we, then we dove headfirst into the eighties. Let an actor slither into the White House, who was actually a frontman for the CIA. That's a whole other story for a whole another podcast. I want to thank you for indulging me today. I've been a, I got a little off a little tangent there, a little ranty rant. But what are you gonna do? It's Saturday. Uh, get out there, get some exercise. Why don't you go for a fucking stroll? Why don't you smoke a goddamn joint, huh? Whatever happened to just sit by a fucking fire and burn down a goddamn joint and um, see if you don't feel a little better. See if you can throw away that bottle of Wellbutrin or um, uh, Xanax or um, I don't know what the fuck the names of them are. But, but don't, I'm just trying to say, hey, all this, all this ranty, all this shit, me shitting on pills, just my way of saying, you're going to be okay. Buck up there, pussy. Get better. You're fine. All right. Is that tough love or just or just uh, ignorance? Probably both. I'll see you guys next week. Until uh, then, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Bye-bye.